0: cleans like Clorox and feels like energy with a refreshing scent that'll transform your space into a tropical island retreat and give you a powerful clean. No plane ticket required. Unleash your self-expression with the enchanting coconut fragrance of Clorox Cintiva. You can get yours at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. (sighs) This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Takovas is your stop before attending your next concert. All Takovas boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Takovas has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, well, just go to tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S dot com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Happy Tuesday. Welcome to the fifth thing. I'm Amy. And I'm Kat. And today's quote well, before we get to it, did you get engaged? You would have known if I got engaged.
2: If people, we
0: talked about it last week. So when you were in New York. I think
2: I manifested it to not happen. Okay. So I'm going to get engaged tomorrow. Maybe I'll get engaged tomorrow Maybe. now. Maybe.
0: Okay. <laughs> All right. Our quote is unknown today. And it's okay to be a glow stick. Sometimes we need to break before we shine. It's good, huh?
2: <laughs> yeah. I need that like framed somewhere. But I, can, I have a quote I want to share. Yes. Okay. You, yeah. So... Are you familiar with The Four Agreements? Yes. The book? Okay. Yeah. It's a great book. I don't know why. I feel like at certain times in my life as a therapist, my career as a therapist, certain things pop up at me. I've known about this book forever, but the past couple of weeks, I keep going back to share this one part of the book with client after client after client. So I feel like it's in the air that people need to hear this.
0: I just talked about it with a coworker the other day. Really? Like, it was either before the Bobby Bone show or... Maybe even after the show, we were talking, and I just said, hey, don't take that personally. Like, we just, I think we need to do a lot more of that. And she was like, oh, yeah, that's good. I said, oh, it's one of the four agreements. Mm-hmm. And she had not heard of the book, and so I told
2: her to get it, yeah. read it. Well, I feel like when you say, like, don't take that personally, people are, like, it is personal. It felt very personal. But I, what I'm about to read helps explain why that really isn't personal.
0: Right. But I know the case of what was going on and it really wasn't personal. It was, it's almost like the story that I'm telling myself in my head is, and it's just not accurate. Yeah. So I was there to tell her, do not take that personal. Wait, what did you hear about the book? Years ago. And I read it, most of it on an airplane, some trip that I had. And I should revisit it. Absolutely. Because I don't even think I finished it, but I know the
2: four agreements. (laughs) Not even a hundred pages. I know. Okay. Okay, so what I want everybody to hear now comes from one of the four agreements, which is don't take things personally. And the author wrote, whatever happens around you, don't take it personally. Nothing other people do is because of you. It is because of themselves. All people live in their own dream, in their own mind. They're in a completely different world from the one that we live in. When we take something personally, we make the assumption that they know what's going on in our world. And then we try to impose our world on their world. Yep. So freaking good to be like, your universe is, we are not seeing the same one.
0: I feel like you brought a very serious quote and I brought, be a glow stick. You got to break before you shine. (laughs) (laughs) And then you're like, like (laughs) have you read the very serious book, The Four Agreements, that talks about how you should just live, do these four things and you will have a good life.
2: What are they? Be impeccable to your word. Don't take things personally. Mm-hmm. Always do your best is the last one. And don't make assumptions. Ugh, uh, don't make that assumptions. That is so hard. But that, because the
0: assumptions is also… It's that personal. …leads into the… Yeah, you're assuming that yeah. it's personal. And then always do your best. Mm-hmm. And I feel like sometimes we don't give ourselves credit for what we're doing. Yeah. And we are hard on ourselves. And we really should just acknowledge as long as we've done our best… Mm-hmm. Pat yourself on the back. High five yourself in the mirror. Yeah. And I like... Shout out Mel. Take I like
2: the. <laughs> Do you want to explain the game? What that Well, means? if we have
0: new listeners, but <laughs> if you've been around for a while, you know, anytime I mention Mel Robbins or her five second rule or high fiving yourself in the mirror or whatever, you can take a shot of your coffee, of your water, of tequila, <laughs> whatever you got. Whatever is available. It's our drinking game that we have here because I mention her a lot, but I'm putting her out there because
2: I'm going to get her as a guest
0: on the podcast one day. Yeah. Putting that out there. It's
2: going to happen. Can I read an email now? Yeah. All right. So we have an email from Taylor, and this is to you, Amy. She says, hi, Amy. I just wanted to email you and encourage you. I listened to your podcast and to the Bobby Bones show. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Stop. That's why I was having you read this email because she's
0: very, I know. This email touched me. Okay, so I'm just going to preface it with this email meant so much to me, Mm -hmm. but it also I've learned some emails are hard for me Mm -hmm. to hear or read back because Mm -hmm. then I feel as though I'm saying something about myself, but I'm not, the emailer is. But then I want to share it too because this is such a beautiful example of encouragement. Mm -hmm. And you might be able to do this with one of your kids, a friend, a loved one. Like if you notice something, it's taking Mm -hmm. the time never suppress a generous thought, which came from one of our listener emails. And she had a thought to email me and encourage me. And I thought that was very special.
2: So carry on. So this is also you working on hearing good things about yourself and letting other people know that people are saying good things about you. Because you normally would start reading this. Like, never mind.
0: I'll edit it a little bit. <laughs> I took out a few things. <laughs> okay.
2: All right. I just wanted to email you and encourage you. I listened to your podcast and The Bobby Bone Show. And recently, you seem so much more like yourself. I know you went through some really hard times and that we as listeners don't know details about all of that. But I just have to say, I really hope that you're making it through to the other side because it sure seems like you are lighter and brighter. I'm a glow stick. (laughs) I had to break to shine. (laughs) You're trying to be lighter and brighter. I'm like, let's bring the mood down. Okay. I'll be cooking or cleaning, listening to the show or podcast and hear your laugh or a comment. It's like I'm a really proud friend. Like, there she is. She's back. I so know. Sweet. Not that you were gone, but I am happy to hear the pep in your step, so to speak. I have no clue what you went through behind the scenes and the work that you did to walk through it, but I just had to encourage you and acknowledge what I'm hearing. Also, I'm really happy that you're doing more live shows. My husband is a pilot in the Navy, and we are currently stationed in Virginia Beach. So I'm hoping you'll do a show near me on the East Coast. Your friend, Taylor from Virginia.
0: Which, thank you, Taylor. It's very, very thoughtful of you to take the time and also to be a cheerleader for me in your own home while you're doing your own thing. And I feel like it's also this email's representation of how we can cheer our friends on, not just like sending encouragement, hey, I noticed this, but actually getting excited for your friends. Mm-hmm. And if they're doing something cool, being excited for them. I feel like it's one of the best Mm -hmm. things we can do as a friend or a loved one
2: to be like, oh my gosh, you're doing that and cheering, cheering, truly cheering. What I hear in this too is I love that she's like, I don't really know everything that's going on, but I want you to know that I noticed that I'm seeing you again. And I don't need to know the details, but I just want you to know that whatever you're doing to move through what you're doing, we see it and it's working. Because sometimes you're like... Is this ever going to work? Because you know all of the t- details and all of the stuff. So
0: I think yeah. that I had, um, I, I've i been working on it, especially even the Bobby Bone Show, for example. There were times I know I was bringing some of my negative yeah. energy into the room or into the podcast room or into what I was doing. And so that's what was, the energy was even going through the microphone, through mm-hmm. the airwaves. And now I'm trying to be so intentional about bringing mm-hmm. a higher not low, high vibes. high vibes, high vibes, not low vibes. And so I hope that that is going through. And if it is, that's really cool because it shows how impactful our energy is, not even just to the people in the yeah. room, but people listening. Mm-hmm. Like that could be thousands of miles away, but feeling that. So thank you, Taylor. And the East Coast, we I think we're working on Boston, but that's the only thing East that could potentially happen at the moment. If we take the show on the road to other places.
2: I just had a moment when you said that. I was like, Boston is not on the East Coast. Yes, it is. It for sure is on the East Coast. I was like, Boston. You were just in New York. It's not that far. I just imagined Boston by Vegas. But Boston is very close to New York. Okay.
0: Definitely. I shouldn't have opened my
2: mouth and said that. That's the stuff I should keep to myself. Okay. Let's
0: move on. Okay. I have an email from Lainey. She said, Hey, Amy and Kat, I heard you ask for book recommendations on the podcast. So here are some of my recent favorites Behind Closed Doors, The Breakdown, and The Therapist. So that's three books by the same author, B.A. Paris, The Paper Palace by Miranda Cowley Heller. And if you're cheesy for romance, Things We Never Got Over by Lucy Score. I hope you enjoy them, your friend Lainey in Connecticut, which Connecticut is on the East Coast, Kat. I knew that. <laughs> and I love that she just rattled off some books that she's been loving. And I thought, well, I'm just going to read this to Cheryl in case anybody else is looking for a good book mm-hmm. to read, which someone had just asked me in a recording that I was doing, Paula Ferris. She asked me what my favorite fiction book is. And it was a rapid fire and I mean, it was her thing. So I had to really be ra- We try to do rapid fire here and we ramble. But I was like, oh, and I was like Hunger Games. And it really is one of my favorite fiction books ever. But I felt very 2012. I couldn't have thought of something more current. But,
2: but what if really it's your favorite? Is, it, it is. Yeah. So I'm OK with the answer. But you like The Hunger Games better than Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo? Yes. OK, I guess me too. I but you looked at me like that was a stupid question. (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, that was a good book. I mean, did you read The Patient?
0: All right, so I've been saving on shopping this year by only buying new clothes when I've sold some clothes that I no longer wear. And what this has done is it's forced me to be super wise when I'm adding clothes back into my closet. I want to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. And that's where Quince comes into play. You can go see for yourself all the awesome stuff they have. I'm literally looking on their website right now at this open-knit cover-up maxi dress that'll be great for the summer, 100% organic cotton, and it's $49.90. It could retail for $148, so that's 66% savings. And with warm weather here, you need to check out Quince. All you got to do is go to quince.com slash Amy for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q U I N C E dot com slash Amy. You're going to get free shipping. Again, 365 day returns. That's quince.com slash Amy.
1: Uh, summer, the best time of the year, usually it doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. A
0: friend was over for dinner the other day and, you know, we were just making conversation around the table, asking questions. And this friend said to my daughter, like, hey, what's something that makes your mom happy? (laughs) And her response without missing a beat was clean countertops. Wiping down the countertops is a simple way for me to reset, especially when the smell is just right. And by smell, I'm talking about coconut, coconut scented Clorox and is my go to and I personally love that she answered that without hesitation. That means she knows me well, and that's really special. And of course, yeah, I do love clean countertops. I love wiping them down. I will always choose the smell of coconut over anything. I don't know what scent matches your vibe, but there's coconut, there's grapefruit, there's lavender.
2: The silent patient. It's fiction. It's fiction. Yeah. Well, thought, how are you? How's Harry Potter going? Well, I'm not reading Harry Potter. I'm listening. Which, if anybody, but listening
0: ne- is reading in a way. It's totally. still If you're consuming a book these yes. days, Audible is.
2: Yeah. Okay. I feel like I can't say I'm reading it. Okay. What do you say? I'm, I'm listening, listening to it. Okay. Fine. Okay. Fair. So, but I'm not even exaggerating. It is the best audiobook that I think has ever been created. The guy Jim Dale that. He's an an actor but he reads the book and he plays every character. I'm more fascinated, I don't know either if it's from his his reading or from the writing. But I'm on book 4.
0: Good for you. Yeah.
2: I said I wanted to re- I wanted to listen to all 7 this year and I was like I probably won't be able to do that, but I'm on book 4. However, book 3, 1 through 3 were all less than 9 hours. Book 4 is 20. 20 hours. 20 hours.
0: Did you ever read Twilight?
2: No. Okay. But that's kind of how I felt with Harry Potter. I was like, I'm not reading that.
0: since I feel like this is a podcast from the- 2008. Yeah. (laughs) We're talking Hunger Games. Harry Potter.
2: Have you read this new book, Twilight? It's really good. I think they're going to make movies. I'm
0: 41 years old and I'm thinking about reading Twilight for the first time. Uh, But it's one of those books. I grew up going to a very fundamentalist type Christian church- And I remember some of the kids in the youth group were reading it. I was already out of the youth group, but I was still going to the church as a young adult. And they were in trouble. Like they weren't, they were banning it from the, because the vampires and love, I don't know. But I was like, "Mm," later in life, once I really became into my own person and realized like, oh, there's nothing
2: wrong with. But I guess like witchcraft and like stuff like, you know. Yeah. Anyway, Twilight. (laughs) Our book wrecks Twilight. (laughs) Hunger Games books one through three. (laughs) We should definitely go back
0: to Lainey's book recommendations because they're more current.
2: Okay, but The Silent Patient.
0: Okay, you gave that. Yeah. Good job. (laughs) Yeah. Robert Pattinson, it made me think when we were talking about Twilight, how you had sent me that thing the other day about how he ate potatoes for two weeks straight
2: to lose weight. Just potatoes? Yeah, which is a weird choice, right?
0: I think it was just potatoes and sea salt and... I did a little more research after you sent it and I was trying to read the article and he said he's tried every diet fad on the planet.
2: For all for roles.
0: Yeah. Or just physique. You know
2: know what I wonder when it comes to actors, whether it's a male or female, how the like process of them either gaining or losing weight for roles, how that really affects later in life, their relationship with food. And I think we mainly only pay attention to that with women.
0: Well, Matthew McConaughey did it. He talks about it in his book, Green Light. Green Light. <laughs> Good. That's, that's another more current book.
2: But I didn't, I started reading that book. I couldn't finish it.
0: Well, I was listening to it on Audible and didn't it, finish it. Well, it's, yeah. Because, it, but now anytime, that's, anytime I say Green Light, anytime I see a Green Light, I hear Matthew McConaughey's voice in my head, Green Light. <laughs> that's exactly how I hear it forever. And I can't undo it. but Do it again. Green light.
2: <laughs> green light.
0: He would say that with this like... You said the first time you said it a little different. Like
2: green light.
0: Green light. Well, I
2: don't know. I'm not. I like the different... I know. I like the different... It all sounds like him. You I'm could sure be an impersonator. did it a
0: little different in the book. But that's just how I hear it in my head. Because he would have red lights. And then it seems as though he would get this smile when he yeah. would talk about a green light. And be how, like... Yeah green light.
2: <laughs> what What do you think his face looks like when he says red light?
0: Well, I don't know. That one doesn't stick in my head like the green light because the book is called Green Light. I think yeah. he said way more green lights than he did red lights. Anyway, back to Matthew McConaughey. And he did a very specific diet for Dallas Buyers Club. And he ate very limited foods. Eddie on the Bobby Bone Show did it after he read the book for like several weeks and lost weight, but there was no way he was going to
2: maintain it. And it just, again, that is going to affect how you view food. I mean, I imagine if I ate potatoes for only for a period of time, I would not want to eat potatoes. If you
0: could, if you had to only eat one food for the rest of your life, you had to I love these
2: kinds of questions.
0: What, what would it be?
2: But wait, I might pick potatoes. (laughs) You can
0: have French fries. You can have baked potatoes. You can have mashed potatoes. Roasted. Gnocchi. Isn't Noki from a potato? But can you put
2: other ingredients in it? I don't know.
0: I was just asking a question. Okay, <laughs> I didn't, okay. Make, I didn't okay. make this game up. Okay, Can't, okay, because because I guess to that point, if you eat a French fry, can you have salt?
2: Yeah, yeah. You can use scalloped potatoes. You can have roasted potatoes. You can have boiled potatoes. That's what Robert did. Robert, well, that's like a ba- that's a mashed potato. A boiled potato. You boil potatoes and then you mash them, but you then you put butter in. What I would I would pick potatoes.
1: Your Last That's,
2: meal, like when you die, if you're dying and you know, what are you going to choose to eat? Can I mix and match? Yeah. Okay. So. There's no uh, rules. Okay, okay. 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 This is uh, stressful because. Well, you're not really dying. I, It's like, I'm not craving anything, but I imagine that this was what I would want. So I would, to have for a beverage, I don't think I've ever used the word beverage before, but, but to drink, I would have a Diet Coke from McDonald's. Same. Then good I would call. Thank you. Then I would like to have French fries. Probably, I feel rapid fire right now. So like off the top of my head, Chick-fil-A. But some people really don't like their French fries. I love them. Then I would have chicken parm with some pasta for the meal. And then I would have- You really are mixing and <laughs> matching. French fries, chicken parm. I really would like a Caesar salad as well. I love Caesar salad um, with some really good croutons. Um, and then I want, for dessert, I would like carrot cake, but I would like the carrot cake from Jay Alexander's warm with some vanilla ice cream. Okay, wow. Well. And maybe a cup of um, peppermint tea afterward to kind of help me mm-hmm. digest all of that.
0: Okay. I guess I would do a Diet Coke. Again, I, mine doesn't have to be McDonald's, but they do have a good one. I could take Sonic. I could take Diet Coke out of a can. I could take... Really? Yeah. A can, not a bottle. Yeah, the bottles. Ugh. A can. Over ice, and then I would do Mexican food. I'd have queso, I'd have nachos, I'd have rice and beans, and all the things. And then for dessert, I don't really know. I would have probably a mixture of Kit Kats and Reese's mashed together and and baked into a cookie, or like crumble cookies. That's what I'd have. (laughs) So anyway, it's just, a. it's like, yeah. you don't have to think too hard on this. It's just like, and it can change over time. Yeah,
2: I would like to reserve the right to change that if I ever do have to Yeah, well, um, have a last meal. Okay. Noted. Thank you. Uh,
0: which Stashir was learning about Alexander the Great, uh-huh. my daughter, and it makes me, we were talking about death and it made me think of, he had three dying wishes. And one of them was that all the best doctors carry his coffin. And that was representative of that even... The best doctors, if you've sur- you're surrounded by them, you can still die. And then he wanted his money scattered in the street, like his coins, mm-hmm. like scattered on the way to his gravesite to show that all the, that you acquire, the riches or the money that you have, you leave and it stays on earth. So he's not yeah. taking it with him.
2: Versus people that would like bury themselves with all of their, in like a tomb with all of their,
0: Right, like the Egyptians. Still, yeah. yeah, I mean, I guess I so, thought he wanted I like to that. it. Yeah. And then I think the third one was, maybe they chopped off his hand, third wish, and like hung it somewhere empty handed for people to see that it's empty. Again, with that same thinking of you arrive into the world empty handed. I don't and, like that you're doing that with your hand, And you leave the world empty handed. So it just hangs there Stop. as a reminder. <laughs> <laughs> so and I know when Sashira so and I were talking about it she was like man I wish I was there to scoop up all those coins like that was her takeaway and I thought oh gosh like no this That's is a valuable the lesson. <laughs> there's a valuable lesson in, in yeah. his last three dying wishes
2: yeah I think I, I learned that
0: I didn't either I'm learning yeah. so much from my daughter being in high school
2: do you think <laughs> that if you went back to school I think about this with history I wish I could go back to school and tell myself to like pay attention because when you're in high school, you're like, oh, I have to take this history test about whatever war. And now I'm like always on Google being like, what happened in the civil war? It's like, I should have paid attention.
0: Yeah. I feel like I felt that way when I went to DC for the first time as yeah. an adult. I Some people got to take field trips as kids or they were, their parents took them because they wanted an mm-hmm. educational vacation. I never went until my late twenties and I, I was so fascinated with everything in DC and I felt like I was learning so much and I was soaking it up. And I thought, oh, if I could have just come here when I was in junior high or high school, I would have if we would have been more interested and soaked up more and learned more. Maybe. I, I mean, maybe I wouldn't have, but for me, I have, had that exact same thought. Yeah. And I know I, I want to go back and learn. I wish I would have paid more attention in English and writing and all the different mm-hmm things. Like I, I have no idea when to use a comma or not. I, I A semicolon I like,
2: or a colon.
0: Or yeah, I just do dot, dot, dot. You know what that's called? You know what that's called? It's called commas for dummies. <laughs> I don't
2: know. It's, I like to just go. I think it's called like a epsilon. A, oh, it has it, a name. It's something with an E, right?
0: I have no idea. Okay. I didn't know it was a thing. I thought. Well, I, I wish just, I paid attention in English it's too. It's just me not knowing what to do. So I just da, dot, da, da, dot, dot, and then continue on. Dot, dot, dot. Continue on. Da, da, da. Mm-hmm. So that's what I do.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Wow. Yeah. So hope y'all are having the day that you need to have. Whatever that looks like for you. Kat, where can people find you?
2: On Instagram at defada and at UniTherapy. You can also listen to UniTherapy wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: And I'm at Radio Amy. You can also hit up RadioAmy.com for details about the pop-up shop. And hopefully what's up there is... If you're coming to town for the Four Things Live on March 25th, which the pop-up shop will be on the 24th, which is like a happy hour pop-up shop for Haiti that we're doing, selling all kinds of Four Things, a pimp and Joy merch, all proceeds going to the orphanage where I adopted my kids from. And then there will be drinks and hanging out and whatnot at Restore. But the details would be, at, well, here, at Radio Amy, you can go to my bio, and I did a link tree. So I got the link tree working and from the link tree, you can get to the website and maybe I'll just add in the link tree, the direct link, direct link to the blog that has the pop-up shop info and then also a where to eat info. So speaking of food, because some people are traveling in, there's someone coming from Alaska and California, Texas. There's a few, a few others. I don't know if you're coming from somewhere else. Let me know. I would love to know where you're coming from, but I'm putting together a list of hotels, food, things to do, because the show, you're either coming to the 3 p.m. or the 7 p.m., so you've got all day Saturday, you may have all day Sunday, you may have all day Friday, but Friday from 4 to 7, you're going to be at the pop-up job.
2: (laughs) I want to send you my personal
0: Rex. Oh, I already wrote the blog, but do you want me to add? I'm sure they're in there. I'll go make it. Yeah, yeah, okay. Like, what could you have included that I wouldn't have? You don't think that I know cool things? But I mean, I'm
2: sure I included oh, them already. Oh, yeah, yeah, because you're cool, too, and I'm also Yeah, got cool. it. Yeah, yeah, I, mean, I got it.
0: I wouldn't say I'm that cool, but I did I did research. Okay. I trust you. I did my research of, like, where I like to go in my own head, and then I did internet research of, like, what are some of the top places in Nashville? What gets the best reviews? What's the fun things to do in Franklin? If you wanted to go out to Arrington Vineyard, because mm-hmm. you're already headed south. If you want to, which is something that I've done multiple times, but I don't always think of that off the top yeah. of my head. Like if someone's coming to Nashville, I don't say, oh, you should check out Harrington. Yeah. But you should. It's owned by Kix and- Brooks. Or is it both of them? I was going to say them? Brooks and, Dunn, Brooks and Dunn. I don't Yeah. One of them. One of them. And it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And you could take a picnic. You don't even have to drink wine. You cannot bring your own alcohol, though. Learned that the hard way. You have to buy-
2: You brought your own wine to a winery?
0: We brought a different cocktail thing, like not wine, but they don't allow that either.
2: Okay. That makes more sense.
0: Yeah. We thought, well, we'll buy wine and have that as an option, but also have- I got it. That makes sense. This other cocktail situation for people that don't like wine, but it's a vineyard. So- Nope. They want you to drink their wine or you can just drink Drink water. water. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Have the day you need to have. Bye Bye.